Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast. I'm John Cook, and I'm joined today by Takahiro Sakito, Chief Japan Strategist for MUFG. It's Monday, June 5th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast, Sakito-san. Good to be back. Good to have you. Um, you know, so it's an it's a new month. It's June. Uh, seems like an appropriate point in time to review what happened in May. Um, so why don't we kick、mm-hmm. off the episode with a review of price action across Japanese financial markets、uh, during the month? Yen basis and yen rate stayed in a narrow range as Dow Yen and the Nikkei average all rose in May. All eyes have been on the Nikkei averages climb. Followed by the rise in Dalian. While in contrast, yen rates and yen basis have moved little. These movements are contrary to those during financial crisis, when yen tended tends to rise, Japan stocks fall, and yen basis widens. Since Golden Week, the first week of May, Japanese investors have net bought overseas securities by 2.5 trillion yen, while foreigners have net bought Japan securities by 2.4 trillion yen. Japanese investors net bought medium to long-term foreign bonds by 3.1 trillion yen and short-term foreign bonds by 81 billion yen, but sold foreign stocks and investment fund holdings by a net 672. Japanese investors have rebuilt their foreign bond positions since Golden Week. Over the same time, foreigners net bought Japan stocks and investment fund holdings by 2 trillion yen and medium to long term yen bonds by 1.5 trillion yen, while unloading short term yen bonds by 1.1 trillion yen. Foreign investor appetite for both Japanese stocks and JGBs have grown. They have Bought net 3.8 trillion yen of Japan stocks and investment fund holdings since the start of the, this calendar year. Yeah, that's a that's a significant amount of uh, amount of uh, financial assets there, and the move in the knee, and makes sense. So huge huge inflows into Japanese、uh, Japanese stocks, and the move in the Nikkei is incredible. You got it trading over thirty two thousand. You know, not that far off the、uh, the all time high from the very end of nineteen eighty nine of just under thirty nine thousand. So be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you for yeah, thank you for correcting me. So,、um, yeah, pretty pretty interesting. If yeah, I really encourage our listeners just kind of pull it up on a chart. It's pretty pretty amazing, and and there's some interesting reasons for that. You know, you obviously have,、uh, as you point out, a, a weaker yen.、Um, you know, but some real reforms going on with、uh, you know in the Japanese stock market.、Um, obviously, there are signs of inflation we haven't seen in in many many years.、So、a lot of lot of a、uh, lot of good stuff happening there. Um, you know, I guess on a on a related note, I guess I'm curious if there's anything in May that our listeners should focus on to help them understand, you know, what to watch you from going forward perspective. On May 31st, the BOJ governor will deliver the speech at the BOJ's Institute for Monetary and Economic Studies. His comments on the first day the high inflation, and secondly the combining the salary and the practice throughout. He also stressed again that he plans to examine the interlinkages <clears throat> between the economy, inflation, and monetary policy, as well as side effects over the past 25 years. 
It is argued that the current range of the yield curve control operation is not necessarily clearly rooted in a theoretical basis, and there is a good chance that the BOJ will end the operations in the near term once it is clear there is no political interference. While there is also a possibility that the BOJ could end negative interest rate policy, we think this is likely to happen after yield curve control operations are ended. And only based on the linkage between wages and inflation. The G7 summit in Hiroshima is over, and dissolving the laws and holding elections, depending on not only the support rate for the Kishida administration, but also the outlook for the ruling parties. So, uh, election strategy could support changes to policy by the BOJ. We think there is a growing likelihood that the BOJ may change may make changes uh, to yield curve control operation after the July twenty seventh to twenty eighth meeting. Okay, so so uh, you just to kind of summarize here. So we're, there's been plenty of speculation that Kishida San would dissolve the mm-hmm. lower house and hold snap elections. Um, mm-hmm. So continue to wa- continue to watch that. Um, assuming you know, assuming you know that you know that ha- I guess that happens. The timing for that would be you know the elections would happen in July. Is that correct, uh, Sekiro San? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so that so that opens up potential for you know if they if they do it you know or even if they if they do it or if they don't you could see a change to policy as soon as the July twenty seven twenty eight meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought your point about how um, you know Oweda son again the background on him is he's a he's an economist he's a he's an academic in a way previous BOJ governors have 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 not been and so you you, you point out that current yield curve control is not. It's not, you know, the, the the range of yield curve control. There's no theoretical or academic reason for it. It's it's um, you know, and so therefore perhaps ripe for someone like uh like uh son to to change. Um, so uh, you know, I, I, again, kind of along these lines, is there anything in 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 recent data that that the sort of stuff that we as is not not quite the 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 practitioner that you are, you know, is there anything in in data that that you know, like let's say money supply, you know, that sort of thing that would tell us up. Would tell us um, about what's going on in Japanese financial markets that may not be obvious to you know to you or I or the or the casual listener. Mm-hmm. In May, the BOJ supplied the fund primarily through in order of size, firstly JGB purchases totaling nine trillion yen, followed by secondly the two trillion yen in JGB lending. While the BOJ absorbed money in repayment of COVID countermeasure operation first, and secondly crude quarter operations. However, Japan's monetary base shrunk to 672 trillion yen in May as a result of fiscal factors and an increase in other deposits by overseas central banks overshadowed funds surprised by the BOJ. This suggests that the declining yen yields and narrower yen basis in May was mostly supported by foreign JGB arbitrage flows rather than domestic factors, including the fiscal flows and the BOJ's monetary operations. Okay, so that dovetails with what you said before, you know, in mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, you mentioned all that foreign buying of, of both Japanese stocks and Japanese bonds. Um, 
So why don't we tie this all together with your outlook across spot dollar yen, yen rate, and yen basis markets? Upside of the dollar has been heavy above the 140 yen level. Fed officials have been indicating they will likely skip another rate hike in June, but the decision will be based on the data, including strong payroll growth and a May CPI. So the market is taking a wait-and-see approach. Even so, speculation may grow about more rate hikes if the data is strong. In Japan, market uh, in Japan, the markets will be watching the for the the impact of Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's support rate from the uh, resignation to his son as his secretary. Speculation about Kishida dissolving the law house and calling for general election out of the end of the current diet ordinance session on June twenty first continues to bloom. We see a neutral bias for Dalian with a trading in a range between 139 to 142. The swap rate declined, especially the belly. Over the near term, the demand for the super long JGB's amount of foreign investors will likely be outwatched ahead of the 30 year JGB auction on June 6. We expect some demand as the Japanese lifers, in particular, return to the JGBs. The BOJ's uh, June meeting is still several weeks away, but market speculation that the BOJ will make changes to yield curve control operations and the solution of the lower house could touch out the volatility for the yen yield curve. We see a new bias for yen swap rates because of the yen supply demand for balance, as well as continued speculation of the BOJ monetary policy change. The yen basis curve is tightened, especially the front end. Ministry of Finance data shows that Japanese investors net buyers of overseas securities in the week of May 21st to 27th by 365 billion yen. Broken down, they net bought medium to long-term yen bonds by 1 trillion yen, but unloaded foreign stocks and investment fund holdings by a net. 656 billion yen and short term foreign bonds buying that 6 billion yen. Japanese investors were net buyers of foreign bonds for three straight weeks. Overseas investors were net sellers of Japanese equities by 1.1 trillion yen as they net bought Japan stocks and investment fund holdings by 379 billion yen while unloading short term yen bonds by 869 billion yen and medium to long term yen bonds by 646 billion yen. Foreigners marked the ninth straight week of net buying Japan stocks. Foreign investors net bought medium to long term yen bonds by more than 2 trillion yen in the week after Golden Week. Strong appetite among the both foreigners and the Japanese is bouncing out. So we see a neutral bias for yen basis. All right. So uh, neutral on dollar yen, uh, you know, with it trading sort of right around this uh, one forty mark, uh, forty mark here, and then um, neutral on both JGBs uh, uh, yen yen swap rates as well as as basis. Um, and I think mm-hmm. in both uh, in both markets, you pointed out is because of a, a pretty decent balance of uh, of, mm-hmm. of both uh, of both sides there. So. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, great analysis as always. Uh, 
appreciate you coming on and look forward to speaking with you next week. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Happy me, Joe. And thank you for listening to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And reach out to your MUFG sales rep for any further information. Check back soon for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.